Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Renett. Today we're talking with three local Naperville not-for-profits, Basic Dignities, Western DuPage Special Recreation Association, and Dance On. watching Spotlight and joining me now from Basic Dignities is Patricia Fragan and Brittany Sterling. Welcome. Good to have you back in the studio with me. Thank you. Nice to talk and I'm going to start right out with you Patricia. Give us that little recap on Basic Dignities and what it's all about. So what we do is we tackle one large project at a time on an international basis to try and change the lives of an entire community. It could take the form of a water project or education or medicine or whatever else we think a community needs in order to help raise the entire community with a single project. Wow, and it's always sustainable, and I think that's gonna feed right into you, Brittany, right? Because you just completed a big water project. So explain what you did, where it was, and kinda what the impact is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we just finished uh, our first project. It was a clean water project in Busi, Uganda. Um, and so we installed a solar-powered pump uh, and dug a well and, and installed this storage tank there for them um, so the community can have access to clean water. Um, and so, you know, just thinking through, you know, how much water we use in daily life, you know, it's part of, you know, keeping clean, you know, hygiene, uh, cooking, um, obviously drinking water, you know, and so it's, it's, it's really made a large impact on the community. Um, there is a video on our website um, of the celebration that the community had after they had clean water. Um, and so if you have a chance to go on our website and watch it, it's really cool to see their faces, um, you know, and see how much this water has impacted their daily life, so. How, now, how did you decide on Uganda? Sure, um, you know, so we really wanted to do work somewhere that was gonna make a big impact. Um, and you know, there are water issues all over the world, um, but I've done some work before in Eastern Africa. And so, you know, that region is just kind of close to my heart. And so we met, um, people that worked with another nonprofit uh, called Press Aid Uganda. We were able to partner with them. They were very familiar with the local contractors on the ground um, and they spoke the local languages. And uh, so we partnered with them and were able to do, finish the project and get it done, um, you know, up and running. And so. It's exciting. I mean, it's funny when you think about it. And I guess it, it, funny is maybe not the right word, but you know, we, we take that for granted, right? I Absolutely. mean, that is something, you know, yeah. we, and we probably unfortunately waste a lot of water. We turn it on, clean our teeth, you know, maybe don't shut that tap off immediately. This is like a life changing thing, right? Absolutely. I mean, there, you know, there's, I'm sure you've seen stories before, you know, um, girls that have to walk, they can't go to school because they're walking, you know, four or five hours each way in the morning to bring water home um, so that their families can cook for the day. And so this is, you know, going to allow a lot of the women in the community, the young girls, um, to go to school and get the education that they need um, to be able to support themselves and have good jobs, um, you know, when they're adults. And so it's going to have a huge impact on the young women in this community. Um, and this is actually, I don't know if I said this, this is a community that's 70% children or people under the age, you know, of 18. And so oh. this is going to have a major your impact on their lives so yeah it's yeah. fine I mean it's sort of you put this drop into the middle of the ocean and it just ripples out right I mean it's not just about the clean water it's just as you talked about it's the education it's the ability to go to school it's it's so many other pieces from this one project absolutely yeah it was interesting um, during the course of the time while we were raising this money there was an emergency situation that happened because the well they had went dry oh they had no access mm -hmm. to water and so we sent a port, half of 
the money necessary for the whole project in order to tap a well and we were really lucky to have tapped into a gusher and they we were told it had some of the largest volume output they'd ever seen so we were mm -hmm. really blessed um, by having that happen part way through the project so we could actually to a certain extent save this community from being without water entirely yeah even so, before the project was completed wow that's amazing that's amazing but I, I liked what you said about the fact that you're working with partners on the ground mm -hmm. so it's not just that you're sending money and you don't know who's on the other end of it right. you've already established right exactly well and the great thing about working with some of those local people is they know the language they know what contractors are going to be successful which ones aren't um, you know and they're really good at you know getting stuff done so yeah and they understand the culture there and so they understand you know what what the people really need and what's going to be accepted and what was not going to be so useful to them. So building it from the inside out. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Patricia now, okay, so you've completed this one which is exciting. So what's next? What's the next project you've got on the So docket? we started a project not too long ago um, providing some of life's basic needs for those that are currently stuck on the southern side of the border. Um, it is not a political statement. It is about keeping people from taking desperate measures because they've run out of whatever they need to exist. So we have a wish list on Amazon that people can purchase from. And we, as you say, partner organization. We are partnering with an organization called Border Angels based out of San Diego. And the materials we send go directly to them. They drive across the border on a regular couple of times a week and they bring these items to those in need on the, on the Mexico side of the border. We also take donations to purchase large vats of clean water in Tijuana also to be delivered there. So it's things like um, food, canned goods, fruits, pouches, things for children, baby food diapers, wipes, clothing items, socks are one of the most needed items and underwear and men and women's basic short sleeve clothing and you know for some reason you know mediums and larges they don't have a lot of extra large people evidently there right now. Okay. Um, but it's really nice to, as you say, have somebody on the ground working with us because they are seeing exactly what the needs are. We're also sending down fun things. We're sending crayons and coloring books and soccer balls and baseball gloves and mitts because children get bored really easily. And this gives them things to do with their day and to stay engaged. And again, the ultimate goal is to keep people from risking their lives and their children's lives. We all saw the stories in the news about people trying to swim across and dying in the process. And we just want to keep that from happening by giving people what they need to be patient and stay where they are until better opportunities arrive. Okay, so back to back to that, ba all back to your basic dignity's name, right? Yep. And giving people basic those basic fundamentals that they need. Yep. So how could viewers get involved with you, Patricia? Oh, for that, that Amazon wish list is the place to go. And okay. even better, if they use smile.amazon.com, they can select basic dignities as their, their charity of choice and double their impact because a portion of the money they spend will come directly back to us, which will then be used to buy water, and they can drop ship whatever versions of, of items, towels, 
um, laundry soap, regular soap, there's the, whatever makes them happy. If they want to focus on adults or on children, on fun things or necessities, they can order whatever they'd like and it will go directly down to Border Angels for the next delivery. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like a pretty easy program and very easy simple. for people to get engaged. So as we wrap up here, Brittany, as you think about how do you decide what your next project is? Like what's out on the horizon? Sure. Um, so, you know, we're all about levering, leveraging connections. You know, we think it's really important to have, you know, somebody on the ground, someone that understands the community um, can make sure that whatever we put in place is going to be sustainable. Um, so we are looking at working with, um, you know, some of our some of our contacts in other nonprofit areas, um, but you know, if anybody watching has um, something that's really near, near and dear to their heart, and they think that it would be a good fit, we'd love to hear from them. Um, you know, and talk about ways that we could get involved with you know their community or their nonprofit. Um, you know, and see see how we could work together. Okay, so kind of trying to match those missions and amplify the efforts. Absolutely, it's, love it, yeah. love it. Well, thank you so much for coming by. We always appreciate hearing. Congratulations on finishing that water project. Thank I know you that's so going to have a massive impact for the folks in that community. Thank so, you. Terrific job. If you would like to learn more about Basic Dignities and the work that they're doing around the world, please visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. You work hard, and you want to see your efforts pay off, literally. Whether you're dreaming of retirement, growing your business, or leaving a legacy for future generations, at Busey, we help you realize the possibilities of tomorrow. We listen to your needs and goals to create a sound strategy for you and your family. Enjoy the achievements of your life and work. We'll handle the rest. Busey, your dream, our promise. Using NCTV 17 is an opportunity to get the word out of what you do and what you create and the passion that you have. It puts the face with the business and then the voice with the business. It gives a relaxed atmosphere of somebody asking you questions about what you do and explaining it in a very succinct manner in a short period of time. The cost of it is minimal in my opinion as a, as a small business owner because you have to use audio and visual content as much as you possibly can to get the word out. And you want a good, solid looking, high definition, perfectly done professional in the studio this is the place to be. It'll pay for itself a hundredfold because it tells you, the customer, exactly what you want them to know. And then they can say, oh, I like that, and go click, I'm going over there and I'm doing business with you. So I'd recommend coming here immediately. Want a cure for the winter blues? Head to downtown Naperville where you can enjoy great shopping from national favorites to one-of-a-kind boutiques. Dine at over 50 restaurants from fine dining to casual. There's something for everyone. Enjoy a day at one of our many spas or a fun night out with friends. And don't forget about our Riverwalk Hotel, Hotel Indigo. You can make a weekend of it. Come shop, dine, and have fun in downtown Naperville. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now are Heather Richardson and Mark Nowak. They're here representing Weston DuPage Special Recreation Association. So welcome. Hi, thank, Hi, you. thank you. Good to have you here. And we're gonna start out talking about what exactly is Westra? 
We are a collaborative agency. So we work with nine different park districts and we provide community recreation programs and opportunities to people with disabilities. So um, we work with nine park districts and Naperville is actually our largest park district that we work with. Um, so what we do is really unique. Um, we have the opportunity to work with the park districts and send staff into different programs to assist people with disabilities in an inclusive environment. Um, so kind of work right alongside their, their peers and help them to be successful in different sports and dance and after school programs. Um, we also have our own programs designed specifically for people with disabilities. Anything from arts and crafts to special Olympic sports, day camps, um, travel opportunities. So really a lot of wonderful opportunities to give back to um, those residents with disabilities. Well, and I liked what you just said about the fact that it's not just that you're doing your own programming, you're providing assistance for people to participate in whatever programming is going on at those nine park districts, right? Yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize about us. I think they hear us and they think, oh, well, they have their own programs, but you know, that is one of the really cool things that we can provide through inclusion is anyone with a disability can sign up for any park district program and we can go and we can provide that support to you so that you can have that successful experience in your in your local program. Yeah, that's amazing. Which kind of brings us to what you're here to talk to yes. us about, right? Which is that part-time uh, professional that's coming in and working with you, that staff person that you need. So say a little bit more about that because it takes a lot of people to kind of do that programming, right? It does, it does. You know, and our part-time staff are really the the key critical part of what we do. Um, our staff help to build the social networks with our participants both in the program and outside of the program so our participants get to know each other in the programs and then they take those relationships out into the community and they hang out with one another, they go to the movies and they really get that sense of community and our staff are the ones that help facilitate those conversations in our programs. Um, they help to spark that joy um, and that sense of belonging that I think we all strive to have and they really just help with that self-confidence, that self-esteem and helping them feel like they mastered an activity, a skill, a recipe, whatever it may be. Um, so without our staff, we wouldn't be here talking about this yeah. today. Yeah, and, and Mark, you've been in that program, yeah. right? So uh, give, the, give the viewers a sense of first what attracted you to that and yeah. then what keeps you coming back. Yeah, absolutely. So I started, I believe it was five, five summers ago. <laughs> so it's been some time. Um, my oldest brother has special needs. He, he actually is uh, on the basketball team and he does a lot of camps and uh, just different activities. So that's kind of how I started. I, I just heard about it and then applied, luckily with Heather. Um, and it just, I, through the years, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, it's really not even a job. You, you, you go to work, so-called work, and it's, and it's just a blast. You get to go out in the community, go get ice cream, bowling, whatever it is and then still have your night at the end of the day. So if you're looking for a job in college, like I was, that where you can make a little bit of money on top of have an awesome time, I mean, this is the job for you. Well, and I think, you know, you, you talked about the fact that it, it's really fulfilling a lot of different needs, right? You're definitely. getting a little money, yep. you're having a good time doing it, and you're definitely making an impact in somebody definitely. else's life, which I think that's kind of a trifecta, right, definitely. of good things. Yeah. So um, you now you've evolved in your thing, because you've been yeah. there five yeah. years, right? Yeah. So you're no longer yeah. in college. So right. say a little bit more about how your journey has kind of taken you along right, there, Mark. Right, right, right. So I went from uh, just being a peer staff, uh, moved up to the head instructor my, my last mm -hmm. year as doing the camp which was unbelievable and now I'm working so 
I'm actually a head basketball coach for my brother's team with my two other siblings, and that's a blast. Um, so if you're working full time and you and you need something to do or you want something to do, help out in the community. Fletcher is a perfect opportunity. They have activities, sports, everything about. They always have something going on, so you can get involved and, and sign up, and it is a blast. Mark, Mark said, ringing endorsement, <laughs> that, right? Um, as you look out, how do we clone Mark? What, mm -hmm. what are we looking for? What are some of the characteristics you look for, Heather, when you're looking for that summer staff to work with you? You know, the biggest thing that I really look for is the energy and the excitement. Um, Experience is nice if people have previous experience, that's great. Um, but really that willingness to work with the population and eagerness to learn and just an excitement to be around it is really the biggest thing. Um, we provide a plethora of training, um, obviously your basic how to and what to do, but we also have hands-on trainings to go through a lot of the different aspects or areas that our staff may encounter in the different programs. So really that energy and that, that personality is, is what really attracts us to our staff. Okay, and is there an age limit or any, what, what are there any specific requirements that one has to meet for the application? To be a staff, you have to be 16. Okay. Um, we do have opportunities for those younger in volunteering, which we always look for that as well. Um, but yeah, just 16 to, to work, and we're in our peak hum, summer hiring season, so now is the time. Now is the, and about how many people are you looking for? Um, so every summer we hire approximately 130 to 150 staff. Um, so definitely a lot of bodies coming in. We already kind of talked about all the moving pieces that we have, and during the summer that just exponentially multiplies, so. Okay, and, and in that sense, when you say summer, give mm -hmm. me, give me what, when, when might I start? Is there flexibility in that? Oh, there's a lot of flexibility. Okay. So flexibility, I think, is one of our greatest features because we can have someone who can work one hour a month every now and then, and we can have people who during the summer work full time. Um, so that is a great strength of ours, but that also presents a challenge, um, and that's why we really look for so many people to help us put that puzzle together. Um, so when we're looking at summer, um, we're really looking at about the first week in June through about the third week in August. Now again, there is some differentiation there, but that's where we've got our high school kids who are still around, we've got our college kids that come, home so we can ebb and flow and we can really work together and make it work for anybody. Wonderful. Well, it certainly sounds like lots of good opportunities, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. A great experience, oh, yeah. clearly, yeah. right? And, and really having a difference in Absolutely. people's lives. I wish you all the best. Thank you. Sounds like, if I didn't have a full-time job, sounds, <laughs> sounds like a great job, right? And come on uh, down. Yeah, come yeah. on down. Yeah. Uh, I wish you all the best for this summer and continued, continued good work with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to learn more about Worcester and you want to know a little bit more about how to get hired for a part-time summer job, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a little break, but we'll be right back after more messages. Timing is everything, especially when it comes to your business. Whether you're ready to start up or expand out, running a business is challenging. You deserve a trusted partner. At Busey, we tailor our approach to your unique needs and help you navigate financial decisions, achieve your goals, and realize your dreams of success. Your dreams shouldn't wait. Busey, your dream, our promise. 
We're proud to call Naperville our hometown, where you can enjoy simple pleasures, such as a stroll along the Riverwalk or the excitement of a Friday night football game. It's where families can raise their children and plant their roots for generations to come. And so we're proud to be the city's nonprofit television station, keeping residents connected and informed through video storytelling on air and online. We ask that you continue to watch and share the stories about this wonderful town we call home. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from Dance On are Gregory Long and Michelle Mernon. Welcome. Thank you. Thank nice you. to have you both here. Love the shirts. Clearly branded for your organization, right? That is correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. Greg, I'm going to start with you because unfortunately your organization got its roots from a not very pleasant incident, a, a bullying incident that right. happened during a performance. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you took that situation and it morphed itself into Dance On. Sure. About 18 months ago, um, a dance team out of the Midwest Edge uh, was performing at a local school event, a year-end school event, and unfortunately there was some heckling from the crowd, which was surprising enough. Uh, on top of that, some of the boys were singled out for some homophobic slurs, and uh, my son was one of the dancers. I was there to pick up a large contingent of the kids. Uh, they uh, came into the car and started translating the story and it was very difficult for a parent to hear um, and not have a, a real visceral reaction to that. The good thing about it was they kind of were trying to work it out in the back of my Honda Odyssey as I was driving them back to the studio. And in that moment I realized there's probably a more mature way to go about supporting not only my son but the dancers in general because both the boys and the girls were kind of upset by it. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, one of the things that I normally do every year for my son's competition is I, I create a real goofy t-shirt in support of a dance team. So uh, one of the things that I had said to all of them in the car was, hey, we'll get past this, just dance on. And that kind of stuck with me. So I made a, a t-shirt, black and white, black, um, and I'm going to get real uh, um, deep here, black serving as the, the color of ignorance and mm -hmm. white coming out as the light um, upon that. And I just posted a picture of me in it with my son. The next thing you know, I had requests for it, and it just kept building and building. And I thought maybe I would print up 10 and write a check to Michelle for her studio um, to do something nice with it. Well, um, we probably have raised about $80,000 in these past 18 months. We've given out 40 scholarships to um, male dancers and, and other organizations supporting anti-bullying. Um, and it just doesn't seem to be stopping, Jane. We're, we're on a roll. That's great. I, I mean, I love the fact that you let the kids talk it out. I think that's a big right. part, right, of letting them kind of work through their feelings. Right. Uh, and then something really good comes out of it. It, it really was, I, I will tell you, it was very uh, sobering to hear them kind of work it out. They didn't solve the problem in the 10-minute no. drive back to Midwest Edge. Um, and, and I do want to say that the studio itself took it from there. When they heard about the incident, um, all the teachers gathered, not only the dancers that were impacted, but the whole studio, and had a great conversation that evening in support. Um, but yes, it was, it was very interesting to hear the kids talk through the emotions and, and the experience that they had. What was your reaction when this incident sort of took place and then how have you kind of moved forward from that particular incident? Yeah, well I would say that at this event, this was an end of the school year type thing in a gymnasium and we were performing, we had the DJ, there were lights um, and uh, there was a lot of energy in, in the auditorium or in the gymnasium and I'll tell you that as the night was coming to an end and we were wrapping up, 
we got back into a classroom and I came in all excited about what had just happened. There was a lot of energy, kids were screaming and yelling, the music was blaring, so I came out of it feeling excited. So I walk into this classroom and I'm like, guys, that was so great. And it was like crickets. It was just, the, the mood was very heavy. It was very somber and it caught me off guard because I did not know why. And I got a couple looks from some of the older kids and I said, well, something's got, something's happening here because normally our kids are really upbeat at these dance oh, events yeah. and you can't get them to just sit still. So a couple walked over to me and they kind of told me what had happened. And I didn't even, I, I was stunned because never had we ever experienced no. something to this degree. So I was not ready for how to react and respond to it. So instant, you know, my, my mothering instincts come in and I'm just like, you know what, it's okay, we're gonna get through this, we're a family, um, you know, let's just get back to the studio, let's talk it over, you know, as a group, let me fill my sister in, who's also an owner of Midwest Edge, and let's go from there, you know, we're, we're gonna make it through. So we got back to the studio, sat the kids down again, I just told them, you know, everybody has their own opinion and you're not gonna like it, and that's the world that we live in. And things are gonna be said to you, you guys are teenagers, like th this is life. You know, what, how, how do we respond in the best way? And I just said, we have to use this as fuel to continue to push on with that's our awesome. passion and not let it bring us down. That must have been a very powerful moment, I'm sure, it with those kids. It was definitely one of the most powerful moments in my years of owning the dance yep. studio. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Greg, talk a little bit about, you know, you started with this focus from kind of right. the bullying and, and very much focused on male dances, right? That's correct. But, but you've expanded uh, and you're growing a little bit in your thoughts about how you engage in this effort for dance on. Well, the energy around um, the response for supporting male dance actually was very quick and um, very deep. So it, it carried us for the first couple of months um, all the way up to our, our first event, um, which uh, Michelle Studio Midwest Edge uh, hosted, which was um, a group of male instructors who um, came and volunteered their own time. And we had, um, from the cast of Hamilton, we had um, a, a professional dancer from Giordano Dance Chicago, um, people from New York, and uh, male dancers basically showcasing the fact that this is what we do. Um, and so we started out with that. And then we realized um, there's challenges for everybody um, in doing what they love, in, in our case, dance, but in any art form. And so uh, we underwrote competition fees for the first time for uh, special needs groups um, who are now um, uh, working through Gigi's Playhouse, which is, uh, I, I know, a very visible um, not-for-profit here in Aprilville as well. And then um, we just entered into a relationship with uh, Neuqua Valley High School's theater program. Um, and uh, we actually connected them with the cast of Hamilton who's gonna be helping them with their production this year. Um, so I think what we're trying to do is always anti-bullying um, will be our foundation. Always boys dance will thread throughout whatever we do. But we wanna be about supporting um, financially and just with the kind of support that Michelle gave to, um, to our dancers, um, just the kind of support for any type of artist who's feeling a little bit of a struggle. So really, I mean, as you think about building those partnerships and really expanding, I mean, you're trying to support, I mean, you started with a foundation on the boys and right. boys in dance, but it's really about supporting and connecting the arts and, and everybody's passion for it, no matter what, right? Whether it's with Michelle and what she's been doing, what you've been doing with your son. So talk a little bit about where you see yourself and where you're going forward from here. I, I think it's very interesting because I think Dance On and Midwest Edge are both trying to maybe expand their horizons in 2020. Um, for us, 
Um, we're looking to add a few more um, events um, and again continue our expansion beyond just male dance with, with special needs, with theater, with any of the other arts. Um, we're also planning a, uh, a trip to take some Naperville dancers into uh, Charlotte, North Carolina um, for a studio that only works with special needs students um, and kind of do some bonding, cross-country bonding, and that'll be interesting. And of course, that feeds into Michelle's, um, I think, ideas about also expanding the type of dance that she's doing in her studio. Mm -hmm. with special needs and things like that as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, that's been a dream of me and my sisters for so long, and, you know, there's only so many days of the week and so much time, but, you know, partnering with Greg and, and Dance On, it just kind of confirms, like, we need to continue in that, so we definitely want to open our doors to some more opportunities like that, working with special needs I, kids. I, I think, Jane, the point is we're not going anywhere. That's we, awesome. We got, a, we got a long road ahead of us, and we're very happy to plow that. Well, I, I love the fact that you have taken something that was not a good situation. It became a teachable moment mm -hmm. for your young dancers, hopefully a teachable moment larger out into the community mm -hmm. uh, about respect and inclusion and all of that. And then just fueling that fire through the arts. That's I right. mean, and as many places as we can continue to build the arts, so much the better we are, right? Absolutely. That's right. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming by. And if you would like to know more about Dance On, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a short break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you would like to learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernett. Thank you for watching.